Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. I, I just, I, I'm just amazed. I, I don't know how else to put it. I, I was sitting here mumbling to myself, this is just stupid. This is just stupid. And the reason I keep saying it is I just cannot believe how this team just doesn't lose. I mean, I'm just, it really is stupid right now. It really, really is. They closed, Matt Velasquez tweeted this out just now. Bucks closed on a 28-7 run over the last nine and a half minutes. 28-7. And they win 108-99. They were down double digits most of the second half. And they came all the way back. Giannis 34-14 and to lead the way. We'll go inside the box score in a second. But Tonight is Chris Middleton appreciation night. Milton had a, a big three there towards the end of the game. The hashtag we're going to use tonight is hashtag Middleton love. Hashtag Middleton love. It'll be the hashtag we use tonight. This is what I want y'all to do tonight. We'll talk about the basketball game, obviously, but I, I want to get tweets about what you appreciate about Chris Middleton. Like a fan appreciation night for Chris Middleton. What do you appreciate about Chris Middleton? Maybe you like some of the same things Chris Middleton likes, and that's pretty cool. Maybe you like the jersey number he wears, and that's pretty cool. Maybe uh, you lived in Detroit when they drafted Middleton and you followed him ever since, and that's pretty cool. Maybe you like Middleton in college, and that's pretty cool. Maybe you like how sweet of a stroke Middleton has from three uncertain nights. Maybe that's what you appreciate. Doesn't really matter to me. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about tonight involving this Bucks basketball team, but we're going to focus on Chris Middleton and giving him some love throughout the postgame show tonight. Now you ask, why? Why does Chris Middleton need love? Specifically Chris Middleton and not any other player? We've been harsh on Chris Middleton, folks. I mean, we really have. Middleton, as far as I know, has never come out and said what he's looking for financially. He's never even said if he's going to opt out or not. None of that stuff. And we've been hard on him. And it was pointed out by Eric Name of The Athletic that this was all going on to me the other day via text message. And he was right. He said, Sparky, how many times this year on the air, on the radio have you said, boy, oh boy, Middleton's a steal for the amount of money they're paying him this year? And I laughed when I saw the text. And I'm like, yeah, never. No, never, not once. But it's true. For the amount of money that they're paying Chris Middleton, which is like right around $14 million a year, uh, it is a steal for certain when you look at Chris Middleton's numbers. Now, again, tonight, nothing special. 15 points, five boards, four assists, a steal, only one turnover in 33 minutes of action, but a big three down the stretch there. He took 12 shots. I brought this up earlier in the Wendy's Big Show. 
because Giannis has stated that he believes Chris Middleton could score 25 points a night on another basketball team and that he is sacrificing for the good of the basketball team. What I don't understand is when you go look at, say, Golden State's individual stats, you see three guys taking 18 to 20 shots a game on average. Middleton's taking 15. Giannis is taking, what, 18, 19, something like that. I should bring that up. Somewhere in that area. But but that, 21 tonight. 21 tonight, but I'm saying on average for the year. Uh, he's taking 17, 16.9 shots per game is what Giannis is taking this season. So Giannis is even taking 18 shots a game. You've got three guys in Golden State taking that much. And I know, well, the bench isn't as good in Golden State. Well, maybe. But my point is, Milton can take more shots. That's my point. If he wanted. Now, unless they're telling him to cut back his shots and don't shoot as much, unless that's the marching orders, I I just, I think he could take more shots and score more points and maybe be a bigger help to this basketball team than maybe he has been to this point. So tonight is going to be Chris Middleton Appreciation Night. As the Bucs win 108-99, let's hear the love for Chris Middleton tonight. There has to be some somewhere because he's been getting bashed nonstop pretty much since the beginning of the basketball season. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057-FM-The-Fan. Uh, if you're leaving the game tonight, obviously we want to hear from you. Uh, leaving the Bucks Arena tonight, too. You can also tweet us at 1057-FM-The-Fan. Like I said, Anthony Mandela, let's go inside the box. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, Chris Middleton Appreciation Night. Hashtag Middleton Love is what we want to use for the hashtag throughout the postgame tonight. Hell, throughout the weekend, if uh, you're listening to this on a podcast, just tweet uh, at 105.7 FM, the fan hashtag Middleton Love with things you're thankful for, appreciative of, of Chris Middleton. It can be anything. It can be something Middleton's done in a Bucks uniform. It can be something that Middleton likes uh, away from the basketball court that you like, too. It can be something involving his college career. Anything. Anything that you want to show Chris Middleton some love. Yannis, tonight as we go inside the box, the 108-99 victory for the Bucks, 38 minutes, 14-21, 0-2 from 3, 6-8 from the free throw line, 34 points, 14 boards, 3 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks, and 2 turnovers. Chris Middleton, 33 minutes, 6-12 of 12 from the floor, 2-5 of 5 from 3, 1-1 one one from the free throw line, 15 points, 5 boards, 4 assists, 1 steal, and 1 turnover. Brooke Lopez, 24 minutes, 3 of 6 from the floor, 2 of 4 from 3-point range, 8 points, 4 boards, 2 assists, 1 block, 1 turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 31 minutes, 7 of 16 from the floor, 0 of 7 from 3-point range, 4 of 5 from the free throw line, 18 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, and 2 turnovers. Malcolm Brogdon, 29 minutes, 7 of 13 from the floor, 1 of 2 from 3-point range, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, 19 points, 5 boards, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 turnover. Malcolm Brogdon has been really, really good this year. I'm sure everybody knows this, but tonight again, man. Uh, Off the bench, 23 minutes for Sterling Brown, 2 of 5 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 9 points, 3 boards, 2 assists, a turnover for Sterling Brown. 
14 minutes for George Hill. Didn't hit a single shot, missed all four of them. Had two rebounds, one steal, and one turnover. Also had 14 minutes for Mr. Snell. Two of six from the floor, one of three from three-point range. He had three boards, a couple of steals, a turnover, and five points. 12 minutes for Pat Connaughton. Hey, he played. Uh, didn't make a shot, though. Zero of two. Two boards, one assist for Connaughton. But he was part of that rally there late uh, in the fourth quarter. He was on the floor for that one. DJ Wilson, 12 minutes. Zero of one from the field. Zero of one from three. No points. Two boards, one assist uh, for DJ Wilson. Nine minutes for Ursan Silva. He missed all of his shots as well. All three of them. Two of them from the three. Two rebounds for him. One block and one turnover. The bench, 14. Points from six players. They got 14 points. Sheesh. That's not very good. 46.1% from the Bucks from the field tonight. 40% for Charlotte. Six of 31 from three, matching their season low in three pointers made in a game. 19.4% for the Bucks from three. 10 of 38 for Charlotte. Free throw shooting 20 of 23 for Milwaukee. 17 of 25 for Charlotte. The Bucks. Uh, rebounding uh, differential got closer thanks to that fourth quarter because they were getting hammered most of the game. Still lost the rebounding battle, 53-46. to 46. Uh, Assists, uh, 24 Charlotte, only 17 for Milwaukee. That's not a good number to have. Uh, let's talk about block shots, 6 for Milwaukee. Uh, block shots, 4 Charlotte, 2. Turnovers, 11 for Milwaukee, 17 for Charlotte, and that really was the Nabais at the end of the day. 108-99 bucks over the Charlotte Hornets. I can't wait. To read all the Twitter love for Chris Middleton. I can't wait to hear all the listeners talk about how much they love Chris Middleton uh, tonight on Chris Middleton Appreciation Night. Anthony Mandela, what are you expecting tonight for Chris Middleton? Um, I'm expecting a lot of people to be sarcastic. Okay. Uh, I don't have faith in Bucks Nation. All right. The chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club, Evan, is here once again tonight. Uh, his guy didn't score, but that's okay. We still let him talk. He might uh, have a new guy. We're going to talk about that at a break. Another one? It's not a Bucks player. Another wait, 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 this, wait. wait. Uh, so this is a conversation that we were having during the game. Is it's, this about uh, DJ Wilson or you have another favorite player? In, in a backwards Wilson. way, it is around DJ. And it's not that I have this fandom, it's that Anthony kind of just I caught sprung him. me. I caught it. He caught a leak in my uh in my fandom. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, we'll talk about this in a break. Then I don't want to interrupt Chris Middleton appreciation with some DJ Wilson stuff. Uh okay. Uh, you, what do you think is going to happen on Chris Middleton appreciation tonight? Tonight, do you think there will be a lot of love, or do you agree with Anthony that will be a lot of sarcasm? I, I hope there's a lot of love. I mean, the the amount that he's done for this team, mm-hmm. signing that discount of a deal. It was a discount when he signed the deal. Well, remember, that was the the determining factor of who they were going to pay at that point. Remember, it was They're, him and uh, Brandon Knight, correct? Who both came over in that Pistons trade from Brandon Jennings, and. As Jason Kidd put it, this isn't Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. We're not paying both of them. That was pretty much his exact quote of why they weren't paying them. Because at that point, remember, they were playing Middleton out of position. They were playing Middleton at the shooting guard, and then Knight was the point guard. Now, fast forward, Middleton is in his more natural position where he belongs at the forward position uh, going forward here. So, all right, so you're hoping for love, but you're thinking Anthony may be right. The past couple months haven't been kind to Chris Middleton. Like, that December wasn't a very good December for him, so... He's kind of rebounded a bit, and I I want the appreciation for him, but I would understand why people aren't so high on him right now. All right, Chris Middleton, appreciation night, and uh, Evan points to December, not so kind to him. 
Chris Middleton averaged 15.9 uh, points per game, four assists, six rebounds, uh, shot only 29% from three, uh, 1.9 for 6.4 per game, shot 38% uh, from the field uh, in December. If you fast forward to January, he's averaging 16 points a game, so uh, relatively the same. Five and a half rebounds per game as rebounds down. Field free throw percentage, 73%. That's down from December when it was 81%. Uh, shooting from 336%, that's significantly better than what it was. But he's taking two less threes a game uh, this month. That should be pointed out, and that's maybe why the number is higher. Uh, and field goal percentage uh, is much higher, too, back to about 44 45% uh, in that. And he is playing two less minutes per game in January than he was in December. So saying less playing time as well. All right. Hashtag Middleton love tweeted at one Oh five, seven FM, the fan or dial it up four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Also get your thoughts on tonight's game. Anthony Mandela, where are we going to first? Uh, let's head to the phones. Jim was at the game tonight. Jim, you're on the fan. Hey, uh, uh, good evening, gentlemen. Evening. Um, I'm a, I'm a big Chris Middleton fan. Uh, but I, I think, the Pat Connaughton story this evening deserves a little bit of discussion. I think he was about plus 20 in his 12 minutes. And I think if you go and review the Bucks season plus minus numbers, he is in the top three or four. He's plus 18, and if you listen to this show, you realize that I hate that stat. I love Pat Connaughton. He does well, that might everything be, but... to help. A team win. Mm. I know he only took two threes and missed both, but his energy on the defensive end, his rebounding, steals, block shots. This team was flat as a pancake. So you realize they brought him in as a last resort. Yeah, and why is George Hill still playing ahead of Pat Connaughton? We've let George Hill get acclimated to the team. I know he's a veteran and he's been a very good player in this league. He's not as good a player at this stage as Pat Connaughton. I would say give George Hill's minutes to Pat, a few of Tony Snell's minutes to Pat. He should be out there every night. The plus-minus stat is much more important than most people realize. It's a team game, and uh, it's not just all about scoring. Obviously, scoring is important, but everything's important, and Connaughton is really underrated on this team, and I hope he continues to so you, the rotation. I did. So you really I, like I, that plus-minus stat then, right? I love it. Okay, so Pat Connaughton was plus 18 and Giannis was plus 5. Yeah. Middleton was plus 17. Hold on. Middleton was plus 17. Bledsoe was plus 12. Brogdon was plus 10. So based on all of that, Giannis was less valuable than those four guys. Not a bit. But what about about the bench tonight? What about Sterling Brown? The whole bench sucked. But I don't need to look at plus minus to know that. You only scored 14 points on your whole bench. Right. None of which came from Pat Connaughton. Yeah, I know, but I'm still looking at the season on the whole. I think tonight is 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 just a reflection of what we saw when he was in the rotation. I'm not saying he's better at basketball than Giannis. That would be ludicrous. I'm saying he's better Correct. than George Hill and Tony Snell. Okay. And he should be in the rotation every evening. I got you. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Look, everybody's going to be a fan of somebody. And I know Pat Connaughton has fans in this town. Well aware of it. And if you look at Pat Connaughton's minutes, he's right. They've severely declined. In the month of November, he averaged 14 minutes a game. In the month of, or I should say that October. In the month of November, he averaged almost 20 points per night and averaged 7.5 points, 4 rebounds a game on 48% shooting. 
Then we get to December, uh, and he averaged 21 minutes per game uh, in December, so his numbers went up as far as time played. And then he averaged less than three points per game, less than three rebounds per game, and was way less effective when he was on the floor. But again, he had a lot of games where he didn't play at all, but he had a couple of heavy minute games uh, that brought his number up to 21 minutes. So that all should be factored in. Uh, And this month, he's had one game of 26 minutes, one game of four, one game of two, and then three games of like 11 or 12. And he's averaging five points in a couple of points. Pat Connaughton is a great energy guy. Um, and that's pretty much what he is. And I, I think that's pretty much what his role is off of the bench. Your argument against George Hill, I understand, right? George Hill didn't score the basketball, but I'm telling you right now, because him and Budenholzer have a relationship and he trusts George Hill in crunch time in, in game situations and not making dumb plays and, and doing the smart thing, um, I just I don't think he's going to get those minutes. Now, Tony Snell's minutes or Sterling Brown, if he gets himself into a funk, maybe that's what happens. Because really, at the end of the day, that is what happened. Sterling Brown took Pat Connaughton's minutes. If you want to know what happened, Sterling Brown was getting shuttled back and forth between the G League and the Bucks. And then Sterling Brown, when he got started getting time to play at the at the Bucks level, he started producing. And the more he produced, the more they played him. And he hasn't lost his gig. And Sterling Brown tonight scored nine points uh, with five five at the free throw line, three boards, a couple of assists. If you want to get Pat Connaughton on the floor. Then Sterling Brown and Tony Snell play have to go the other way, and if that happens, then I think you see more Pat Connaughton, or you get in a situation like tonight where you're looking for that spark because everything wasn't going right for this Bucks team tonight. Just nothing. They only hit six three guys. They should have got hammered tonight by this Hornets team. Should have been hammered. Now, should not go without being said. Bledsoe did pretty damn good on Kemba Walker, y'all. I mean, Kemba Walker he only had ten points, three of twelve from the floor. And then he got dinged up there at the end. That that That's good defense because Kemba Walker has lit this team up in the past. So he deserves, obviously, credit for that too. Let's not forget. But we're getting away from our Chris Middleton appreciation night. That's what this is all about. Hashtag Middleton love is what we're doing. Let's go to our screaming Sicilian pizza, frozen pizza, play of the game. We know you can do that. Listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. All right, it is a Chris Middleton uh, appreciation night. Mr. Mandela, what do you think? Well, I think that Chris Middleton deserves a lot of respect because he does the little things. Uh, and he got the crowd off their feet at Pfizer form doing some of those little things in the fourth quarter. Monday, leading Dallas here. Giannis from Middleton on the flush. Uh, uh, that was middle of the road. It was short. Well the, well, the hard thing is that as involved as Chris Middleton was in the game tonight, we get our highlights courtesy of the fine folks at yes, Fox Sports but Wisconsin. Yes, was a great highlight. He was named, his name was only mentioned three times in the broadcast. There was we have one all three highlights. where Marcus Johnson went on and on and on about a Chris Middleton play 
uh, on a transition where you know don't double pump, don't do this, don't do that. You got oh, that this one? one right here. It, it's Marcus it's, Johnson it's just talks for Nice job, Middleton. Took it away from Batum. Just finish it, baby. Don't don't that get the play. Yeah, that but was you the didn't play go. You, you didn't go all the way with all the Marcus right. Johnson. We so. didn't. We didn't keep all of it. We can go back and get it. The thing is, I was saving that for our defensive play of the game. Well, good. That'll give him time to go get the whole version. Cool. Marcus Johnson was really good tonight. I mean, yeah, he, he, was. he was really good tonight. Who Just, did he, what did they think that he was all over Bledsoe, which was which was great. Uh, and then after Giannis screwed up that attempted dunk, then he kept kind of poking at that throughout the rest of the night. I just thought he was really good tonight. Why? Wh- who is he trying to impress now? He's now he's getting his jersey retired, and all of a sudden, like he's kicked it into this other gear. I don't know if that's what it is. But I'm thought, just saying it's a funny coincidence. I I thought he was really good. I like Marcus Johnson a lot. I thought he was really good tonight. And uh, now they get to go on a road trip, and we'll see how this all plays out. OKC on Sunday is going to be a fun, fun basketball game to see how that all plays out uh, on Sunday with the Bucks. And that's a 5 o'clock start. We'll be on the air immediately following that one uh, here on The Fan. All right, let's take a quick timeout. Bucks uh, get the win over the Hornets, 108-99. to There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, welcome back. Bucks get the win over the Hornets tonight as they just continue to win. Tonight was a game they shouldn't have won. And they really looked all out of sorts for most of this basketball game. And then the fourth quarter exploded uh, and ended the game on like a 28-7 to run in the last nine minutes or so. Matt Velasquez uh, tweeted. I will have him on uh, coming up in about a half hour or so as the Bucks get the 108-99 victory. X-factor of the game tonight. Got to give it to the backcourt. Bledsoe and Brogdon coming up big. Uh, scoring a bunch of points. Holding down Kemba Walker. Uh, to only three of 12 shooting and 10 points, uh, and then combined Bledsoe and Brogdon in the backcourt, combined for 37 points, nine boards, four assists, and only three turnovers uh, for the Bucks tonight on 14 of 29 shooting between the two of them. And that, and part of that is 14 of 29, zero of seven was Bledsoe from three-point range, and you still shot. Uh, almost 50% uh, as a backcourt in that basketball game tonight. Talking about Chris Middleton using the hashtag MiddletonLove. Uh, Dave tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan. I appreciate how Middleton seems to bring it come playoff time. Uh, Brandon tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan, using the hashtag MiddletonLove. Mids doesn't complain, does his job. And when it gets going, has one of the best shots in the league he will get better in this system and be deadly in the playoffs once again. Okay. See, we get some we're getting some stuff on Twitter here that's good. I like it. We're going in the right direction. I was shocked. Right. And then we've got Bucks Twitter is like the most negative enclave of people I've ever encountered in my life. No, but they can be positive. And then we got my guy Trey, who of course has to be a smart aleck and there hashtag blood so love. LOL. And Bledsoe deserves love, too. Don't get me wrong. But Bledsoe has not been hammered nearly as much as Chris Middleton has been uh, for a basketball team that has been absolutely amazing this year. 35-12, and 22-4 and four at home are the Milwaukee Bucks. Think about that for a second. 35-12, and 22-4 and four, uh, at home in their first year at the new arena. Just amazing. 
Uh, Anthony tweets out 105.7 FM. The fan, my man Chris Middleton, is an all-star. If you doubt that, watch the first-round series last year. He was the only reason there was a seventh game. Don't at me, says Anthony, tweeting at 105.7 FM. The fan used that hashtag, Middleton Love. I am going to tell you this much. I don't know if Chris Middleton makes his all-star team. I don't know if Eric Bledsoe makes this all-star team. What I do know is this. Come playoff time, that is where the drama is going to play out with two guys that need to get paid. That's where the drama is going to be. We're all saying Chris Middleton, Bledsoe have been team players, moving the ball, all that fun stuff, and that's great. But come playoff time where these guys are really in a position where they need to make their run and make their money, then we're going to see how this is going to shape out. Then we're going to really find out where we are as a team, if it really is about winning or if at some point the money is going to creep into it. And I, I don't know how it's going to play out. And I, to be honest with you, I don't think they know how it's going to play out. You don't know how you're going to be in a certain situation until you get in that situation. But you, we're talking about large paydays for those two and Brogdon. Brooke Lopez is Brooke Lopez at this point. I mean, I, he's going to get his whatever. I, I don't think he's going to make a ton of extra money necessarily in playoffs because he's not going to get that many type of sh- the same type of shot attempts as the other three are, which would put themselves in a much better position. Brewtown Sports, Sweet Town 105.7 FM, the fan. He's using the hashtag Middleton Love. Uh, we're going to get that thing going tonight. Chris was a steal from the Pistons. He's a bit streaky, but overall, he's been important to this Bucs team. Without him, the Bucs would not be in the position that they are in today. Anthony, I don't think that's arguable. They are not where they are without Chris Milton right now. Absolutely 100% accurate. Can't even argue with it. Brandon I- Jennings is not in the league. Brandon Knight is pretty much done at this point until further notice. And Chris Middleton has been going the strongest of all of them. Well, I think even perhaps other than that, he was really the only lifeblood you had on this team before Giannis really arrived. Yep. So without you might not even get to that point. If Giannis, if he's not there, you don't even get to the point where you can wait and see what Giannis might be. They just say, yeah, this isn't working. They just pull the plug, and they just deal Giannis somewhere. We're just starting over again. This did not work. This whole Jason kid, well, this they whole were, everything, this didn't work. Larry I mean, Drew, none of this worked. To be honest with you, they, they really thought Jabari Parker was going to be the guy that – Sure what ended up with Giannis. A lot Jabari, of people did. Jabari thought he was going to be the guy on this basketball team when they drafted him. Got an email here from David, uh, emailing live at 105.7 FM. The fan, hey, Sparky, I watch most Bucks games, and I turned it off when the Bucks were down 11 or 12 in the fourth quarter. This isn't the first time I've done this, and isn't the first time I've been pleasantly surprised when I check in to see the end result, and consequently, I'm disappointed I didn't stick with it. I have no excuse this season to write off this Bucks team in games like this. The resilience they've shown this year and their ability to flip the switch and close out uh, opponents is simply awesome. I love it, and thank God we got Coach Bud and his staff to harness the talent we knew this team had. Love the show and all you do, and go Bucks. As from David, uh, emailing live at 105.7 FM, the fan, Wendy's inbox. Uh, all right, uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, let's go to injury report. Does that work? Injury report. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, injury report now uh, for your Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and again, like I've been saying, relatively healed. 
uh, relatively healthy, I should say. Uh, DiVincenzo still heal. Uh, expected to be out till at least January 27th. Uh, Trevon Duvall, groin injury, expected to be out till at least January 27th. Neither one of those guys have played any type of major role for this Bucks team uh, for the most part this season. So not big deals one way or the other. So the Bucks get the win 108-99 over Charlotte. Let's get to a sports flash with Anthony Mandela. We'll come back. Uh, read some more of your tweets. If you want to jump aboard, feel free. Chris Middleton, appreciation tonight. Uh, tonight here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM. The fan, use the hashtag MiddletonLove. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, Bucks get the win tonight, 108-99 over the Charlotte Hornets on Chris Middleton Appreciation Night. Giannis 34-14 and 14 for the win. Middleton 15-5. and 5. The backcourt 19 for Brogdon, 18 for Bledsoe in the win. Now, again, 35-12 and 12 for the Bucks, 22-4 and 4 at home. Next up, OKC Sunday afternoon, 5 o'clock tip will be on the air immediately following that one. I cannot wait for that game. I am very, very anxious to see how Giannis does. Because that's going to be star-studded there. Paul George, Giannis, uh, Westbrook, and then let's see what Bledsoe and Brogdon do in that game in Middleton. Because that'll be more proving grounds for them to prove they belong on the All-Star team. Uh, okay, so this is the play that we were talking about earlier. The yeah. longer version, courtesy yep. of Fox Sports Wisconsin. You wanted more Marcus Johnson, you're going to get it. Let's go. Nice job, Brogdon. Nice job. Brogdon like a Kardashian finding angles. Those angles, those selfie <laughs> angles. <laughs> He's like a Kardashian with the angles. Hey, nice job, Middleton. Great pick, Chris Middleton. Took it away from Batum. Just finish it, baby. Don't, don't get fancy with it. Don't double flex it. <laughs> yeah, don't look back at Giannis. Don't, don't look at Giannis. Don't look at your teammates. No Statue of Liberty. No blindfold. Don't cover your eyes. Just put it in the basket. Great defense by Chris. All right, so there you go. Now, th- this is the thing. When we talk about Chris Middleton uh, and what he is all about, and we talk about you know what they should pay him or what they shouldn't pay him and everything else, how many times does his defense get brought up in the conversation? Normally it's, well, he doesn't score enough. Well, he's too streaky of a score. But is his defense good enough to justify making up for maybe the inconsistency of his scoring at the end of the day. When he was a two-guard, I said it then, and I've always said it, that's not where he should be playing. He's out of position. And then I have, well, it's positionless basketball, Spark. It doesn't really matter. You don't really have positions. We just roll the basketball out, and the five best players play. Fine. But as John Hammond always used to tell me, and I believe it to be true, whoever you can defend is who you are. And Middleton is not somebody that's going to defend elite two guards in this league. Not a lot of guys are going to defend elite two guards in this league, but he was definitely not that. Middleton guarding a four, a forward, a three, or even sometimes a power? Okay, I, I like his chances much better there. Now that he's back in the right position again and guarding the right guys, I think Middleton is a pretty good defender at the end of the day. 
I agree too, and and I'll throw that as my hat in the ring for hashtag Middleton love on Chris Middleton appreciation night. He can really just do about anything. You want right. him to take it to the rack? You need an outside shot. Now he's not always going to deliver it at a consistent level that you need, but he's the only guy on this team that you can look at night in and night out and say, yeah, if he's right, he can do that for us. Yeah, no he doubt about it. He has every single tool offensively and defensively in his arsenal when he's right. Well, when he's on, he can carry. Him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when he's on. But that that's that's the one thing. I think everybody looks at Chris Mills and go, well, can you be on more? Uh, and then everybody would feel more comfortable with the situation. And, you know, I, I always bring up James Harden in Oklahoma City and sitting there not really getting the opportunity that he thought he deserved and then went to Houston. Everybody ripped the Rockets for giving him this, the money they gave him and said, what are you doing? Like, he does not deserve that much money. You have lost your damn mind. And then what happened? He put on a show, right? And you have to think that there are certain players in this league that saw that and go, if I get my chance, I can do the same thing. I can be the same type of guy if somebody would have trust and faith in me to put me in a similar situation. JS tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan, hashtag Middleton Love. He is the perfect fit with Giannis and is clutch. It seems like it doesn't matter if he's 0 for 10 the first three and a half quarters. You can count on him to hit a big shot down the stretch. Another one, Alex tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan, hashtag Middleton Love. Middleton will come up in the clutch at the end. Does it every year. Just about every game. When the game's on the line and we need a jump shot, there's not one guy I want the ball in the hands of other than Chris Middleton. Hashtag Middleton love. That is uh, from Alex. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. At the end of a game, and maybe we'll do this another night, when we're talking about Middleton, Bledsoe, Brogdon, Giannis, line them up. You got 10 seconds to go in the game, your ball, inbounding side court. Who gets the last shot? Who do you want to take in the last shot? It's an interesting question. Uh, Tone tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan. What you said is true. Chris never said how much money he wants. Hopefully, he don't need the max. Hashtag Middleton love. Very simple. Eric tweets at the fan. I'm loving my favorite buck. And he tweets a picture of a big frame Chris Middleton uh, picture. Got this during the Bradley Center auction last spring. Hashtag Middleton. Eddie tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan, the perfect compliment to Giannis. Never complains and willing to do whatever it takes to win. Hashtag Middleton love. See, Anthony Mandela, you didn't think it was possible. You didn't think... We could get enough people to really show love to Chris Middleton, and we've been getting it solid all night. Well, part of that was that the initial indication I had of how this night might go was courtesy of our first caller. Yes. Um, We wanted to talk about Pat Connaughton. Because our guy Evan on the other side of the glass kind of tipped me as to that this guy might have a little bit of snark as it comes to showing Chris Middleton appreciation. I thought, oh, boy. This is when they come out. Right. Because I don't think, and, and all of you listening know this, because it's it, we're all guilty of it as sports fans. Mm-hmm. We always have a lot more to yap about when we're upset. Yeah. So I thought for sure people would start crawling out of the cracks, just chomping at the bit to basically crap all over Chris Middleton. But it did not happen. And I was wrong. It did not happen. I was wrong. I'm happy nope. I was wrong. 
Nope, it did not happen. All right, let's eye up the enemy in a Bucks 108 to 99 victory over the Charlotte Hornets. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, so the Bucks win 108-99. Eye up the enemy tonight as we've been talking about Kemba Walker pretty much shut down by the Bucks backcourt tonight. 3 of 12 for Kemba Walker, 10 points, 8 boards, 5 assists, couple blocks, 4 turnovers, and he got hurt there at the end of the basketball game. Uh, Nicholas Batum, uh, that's another dumb contract. 19 points, 6 boards, 3 assists for Nicholas Batum tonight. Jeremy Lamb has had a nice season uh, finally. I liked him coming out of college, and he really didn't produce until recently. 16 points for Jeremy Lamb. He was only one of seven from three, five of 18 from the field. Sheesh. Uh, not so pretty. Uh, Kid Gilchrist uh, tonight, 26 minutes, six of 11 from the floor, 16 points, seven boards, couple assists, couple steals. Uh, he kept coming up with rebounds there uh, in the second half. They kept giving them second chance opportunities. No Frank Kaminsky. No Tony Parker. I, and, you know, when you talk about uh, Kaminsky, you know, there is um, something with Kaminsky that I, I, I'm i anxious to kind of uh, see a little bit going forward. I want to see how his role um, changes or plays out in the NBA going forward, I guess is my thing. Because eventually he is going to end up being a guy that's going to move on from Charlotte. They're going to say that was a bust of a pick. That's what's going to happen. Right. And then he's going to get a chance to go somewhere else and do something else. And then I want to see what happens. I mean, I just I just typed in Frank Kaminsky to Google. And up comes a website called atthehive.com. And the headline is why the G League is the best option for Frank Kaminsky. Failing out of the Charlotte Hornets rotation, the 25-year-old center needs a new alternative solution in order to regain his presence on the floor. That's the the headline of this uh, website, and it's a SB Nation uh, blogger uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. So clearly, that is somebody that I would be interested in seeing how that plays out. I don't know if he's a buck necessarily going forward. But I, I think he's better than maybe uh, what is what he has shown to this point. He can have a, a much better NBA career than he's shown to this point in Charlotte. All right, let's hear from the Bucks head coach, Mike Boonholzer. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com. Or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right. Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer talked after the game. Uh, and uh, let's see what he had to say after a 108-99 victory over the Hornets. I think, I guess to state the obvious, uh, you know, holding them to 12 in the fourth quarter and the defensive activity and effort um, was just, you know, Gave us a opportunity to win a game where we really kind of were in mud for a lot of it, and I thought Charlotte played, you know, outplayed us for three quarters or maybe more. Um, but a real credit to our players to 
find a way to kind of dig deep, um, really dig in on the defensive end. And, you know, Giannis was huge on the offensive end. But Bled and Chris making big plays down the stretch. Um, I thought Sterling kept us afloat a little bit offensively into the third quarter. Um, you know, so it's just uh, an impressive kind of gut win uh, for us. And um, that's it. We hadn't seen Pat in a while. Just kind of what went into the decision there in the fourth quarter to go with him? I wanted you guys to ask me why I made that decision. You're welcome. Were you in the pregame? <laughs> I, it's, again, just mostly gut. Uh, you know, we were, as I just said, you know, I think a little bit in mud um, and just see if we could find a spark. And I think, you know, I, I don't think he made a basket, but I think he has as big as impact on the game as anybody. Um, his energy, and I thought – I should have said in the opening, I thought the crowd's energy and Pat Connington's injury, energy just really lifted us up in the fourth quarter. Um, and it was just gut feel, just throw them out there, try and mix it up, um, throw something at the wall and see if it sticks. So um, he's a hard worker. He's always prepared. He's always ready. Um, so it's a testament to him and his work. It felt like in that path, plus the four starters unit, it, you mentioned Giannis offensively, but it felt like as you started to switch everything, Giannis started to become more engaged defensively and just kind of wrecked everything that they were doing on that end. Yeah, no, I mean, his length and his ability just to guard different possessions, cover a lot of ground, and and really then kind of help us on the boards. And you know, I think what Chris does on the boards, and Pat, I think, you know, has been impressive all year, how he gets in and rebounds. And so, but certainly Giannis would, you know, um, it's nice to have that in your pocket where um, if you if you need to, for whatever reason, um, use some switching and things like that uh, that we don't do a lot of. Uh, you know, it goes without saying, but Giannis can do pretty much anything. Yes, he can. 108.99 bucks over the Hornets. I wanted to wait for a Boonholzer mention of Chris Middleton. We got it. So on Chris Middleton Appreciation Night, we can now bail from that presser and go to Justin uh, in North Carolina, I think that's where he's at. Where are you at, Justin? Yeah, I'm here in North Carolina tonight, Sparky, man. Uh, people are a little bit upset in the bar when, you know, you come back in the fourth quarter like that. But, you know, that's what happens when you have a good, resilient team like that. This is this is just phenomenal to watch, Sparky. But, you know, I, I, I've tweeted you the picture before. I've been a long time. Chris, a.k.a. Cash Middleton supporter, Um I think he's I think he's dope, man. I, I think I know he has his lows. I know that frustrates us fans sometimes. Sometimes we look and we're like, gosh, why can't he just make more of the shots we feel that he should make? But he's gonna miss them. That's that's life, right? But I I just think you gotta keep Giannis's friends around, man. You we, we saw it with some of the other teams in the state. You get rid of the uh, one two punch and you get one of rid of one of those players and the team kinda takes a step back. And I don't want this team to take a step back. I think Middleton's important. Um, I think Brogdon is very important. Those two guys have that high basketball IQ. The thing that does caution me or scare me, I know this has been a topic I've been listening every day, is the Bledsoe because I, I think he's playing great. He's having a phenomenal year. Potential all-star maybe, but is it a contract year? But as far as Chris, man, I don't know. What, what else do we want from him? If he's not scoring, he's playing D, he's rebounding, he's getting deflections. He's doing all the little things we need to win. And Man, we're we're doing a heck of a lot of winning right now, Spark. Yeah, you are. Thirty-five wins already through forty-seven games. That's a heck of a lot of winning. Twenty-three games over five hundred. Think about that for a second. And you're twenty-two and four at home in a new arena. They couldn't have scripted a much better first year at a new arena, Justin. They couldn't have, man. We are the marquee team in the state right now. You know, we're not talking about 
upcoming spring training or anything like that. Nope. The focus is completely on the Bucks, which is just great. Um, losing Jabari, a lot of people thought that going into the new arena, that'd be a tough pill to swallow. And the Bucks have done nothing but taken off. And Jabari's fallen on his face in Chicago. He has. And, you know, that's why I tend to, and you know me, Sparky, I get upset. You know, I remember when Delhi came, how we both were. But I let the basketball guys down there that get paid to do to handle it, handle their business. And uh, I'm just yeah, we were, I'm probably the most thrilled Bucks fan ever. Man. We were right on we were right on Delavadova, Justin. Hey, man, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good weekend. You too, Spark. You betcha. Yeah, he's down there in North Carolina. He's got to deal with all these Charlotte people. Uh, Val uses the hashtag Middleton Love. Uh, it says uh, he does an amazing job with assists, especially with passes to Giannis. His defensive moves are quick, and he is great at stealing the ball away. When he gets on fire with shooting, there's a reason his nickname is Money Middleton. You're absolutely right, Val. Thanks for tweeting. 105.7 FM, the fan. All right, take a quick time out. We'll come back. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez here. Yes. And Chris Middleton. What did I say? Well, we're also going to hear from Chris Middleton. Oh, we're also going to. Oh, okay. Whew. I got all confused there for a second. I thought I read the tweet wrong. No, our uh, fine guy, uh, Chuck Freeman, humping it down there at the forum. Chucky Free. Chuck. Chris Middleton, we're going to hear what he had to say after the game. Chucky Free. We'll hear from Chris Middleton, Matt Velasquez. All straight ahead on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. I still haven't tried that pepperoni one with the pepperoni and the crust and the whole deal, but that is going to happen at some point, I promise. You think it could break a pizza oven? Well, Mitch has broke like three pizza ovens, so maybe. He, I feel like he also uses them more than you're supposed to use them. Yeah, I only used, I use a regular oven. All right, take a quick time. I'll come back. Matt Blaskas. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, the Bucks get the win tonight over the Charlotte Hornets, 108 to 99, 35 and 12, 22 and 4 at home. Giannis uh, leads the way, 34 and 14 on Chris Middleton Appreciation Night. Use the hashtag Middleton Love. Been reading a ton of tweets tonight. People showing love to Chris Middleton for pretty much the first time all season. Uh, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, he is Matt Velasquez. Good evening, Matt. Good evening. Say some nice things about Chris Middleton. Well, he had a really solid effort tonight. He had 12 first-half points, kind of played within himself, um, You know, worked really well with Giannis in the pick-and-roll, uh, played solid defense as part of that closing group, and then hit a, you know, kind of a dagger three there at the end You know, after not scoring throughout the, the, the second half prior to that point. So, you know, he, he came, came up big when the Bucks needed him, and, you know, tonight was a, a good win for them, and, and he definitely played a big part. Your boy Eric Name got me going on this Middleton Appreciation Night thing tonight. Because him and I were texting, and he was pointing out that pretty much that nobody ever thanks Chris Middleton, and nobody ever says how great of a deal they have for Middleton's contract right now for his production. So well, I said, fine, I'll do a Middleton appreciation night on the post game show. And we'll see how it goes. And Anthony Mandela, who's in here with me, said, Hi. "It's just going to be a bunch of sarcasm, and you're not going to get anything." And they were, he was wrong. It, it's been a lot of tweets all praising Middleton. You can look it up yourself with the hashtag Middleton Love and see how the love Milton has gotten tonight. Let me ask you uh, about Kemba Walker, who had an off night uh, tonight and then got hurt at the end. How much of this was Bucks defense contributing to his off night versus him just having an off night? Uh, you know, I think you're, I think it was a little bit of both, but I, I think a lot of the game, the, the Hornets were really moving the ball well. 
and getting good production from Nick Batum and, and Jeremy Lamb and up and down the roster. Kemba didn't need to do a ton for them to have like a 14 point lead, uh, you know, there in the, in the, you know, third quarter. And, you know, he was kind of going under the radar. He wasn't trying to do too much. Um, you know, he, he did, did some good stuff. I think Eric Bledsoe did a, you know, a fine job on him. You know, the bucks and they were on him were, were generally pretty good. Um, but he also wasn't trying to force too many things. Um, you know, he has obviously three of 12 to, to finish the game shooting wise, um, which is below what you would expect, especially from an all-star starter, somebody who, you know, who can light it up with the best of them. Um, you know, but he, again, he didn't force a ton and he let his teammates help him out. I'm going to ask you something that may end up being negative. I'm trying to avoid it, but just, just give me the truth. Middleton and Bledsoe, do you think either one makes the all-star team as a reserve and who has the edge if you do think someone makes it? Uh, yes, I think, I think at least one of them makes it. Uh, I, my, my position is, is that so far this season, I think Bledsoe has the better stat. He, um, they, they kind of recognize or see or, or feel a certain value or weight uh, that he brings to the team that you need to prepare for. Um, and they have kind of had maybe in their minds that he's the number two guy and that that's who they want to put in there. Um, that'd be my guess, though, with, with Victor Oladipo getting hurt. You know, maybe that opens up. I, mean, I think he'll still be an all-star. I think he'll still get voted in, and he'll be, you know, he won't be able to play. Obviously, but that could open, uh, you know, an alternate spot for somebody like Butts, or can go to you know, go to Middleton. Um, you know, if he doesn't make it in the first round, but I think the Bucks should definitely get two all-stars this year, and you know, we'll have to figure out which one is going to be, and if not, if they can't get a third. I think whoever makes it gets help in contract talks because I think that'll help their negotiation, whichever one gets it. Matt Velasquez, thank you very much for coming on, my friend. Enjoy it. All right, you bet. Talk to you Sunday. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. You can start your renovation journey with a simple and convenient pre-approval from Great Midwest Bank dedicated to providing perfectly personalized home loans to those right here in our communities since 1935. Drive of the game. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so uh, let's uh, see what Anthony Mandela and Evan picked out from Fox Sports Wisconsin for this one. So nice job, Middleton. Great pick, Chris Middleton. Took it away from Batum. Just finish it, baby. Don't, don't get fancy with it. I love it. There you go. Marcus Johnson, Jim Paschke on the call. I like courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. I feel like we heard the same highlight all night long. Is yep. that what happened? That's exactly what happened. And that's my It fault. was a tremendous play. Uh, I said to we Mandela, got... before, as the game had started, I said, because <laughs> I didn't know if you heard the big show or not, so I said, hey, only Middleton highlights tonight, and you got three. And I was... Uh, yeah, I got three, but that's the best call. All three of our wonderful yeah. highlights that we play, it covered all three. Um, and I was getting really nervous going into that fourth quarter. I was going to text you because I was like, they've had said his name once on this broadcast. That's all right, though. And I just started cutting other stuff because I thought we were going to back nope, out of it. I wasn't going to back out of it. It worked out. It worked out just fine. All right, speaking of Chris Milton, let's hear from him as we go inside the locker room. Into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports, specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. 
All right, let's uh, hear uh, what Chris Milton had to say. Here's a, a real quick update from the Wisconsin Herd. Uh, the Herd win tonight. Christian Wood, 28 points, 15 boards. Okay, let's hear what Chris Milton had to say. Was it about those final nine and a half minutes that they really carried you guys? Um, I think we made an adjustment just to switch, um, try to take them out of stuff and um, just rely on our one-on-one defense, and it worked. I'm curious, you guys don't get to do that much. You guys don't get to switch. Is, there, is that just kind of instinct taking over there? No, I mean, um, we have many different coverages in our back pocket um, that we switched to. We switched to, I think, two different coverages, and the last one was just to uh, switch to pick and rolls and see what happened. And uh, guys did a great job of guarding the ball, making them make tough plays or tough shots. Pat checked into the game, kind of changed the momentum there with his defensive effort. What did you think of his intensity? He was great. Um, I mean, that's a tough uh, situation to be in, not playing all game to get thrown in late in the game like that. Um, when we're down and we need something, uh, he brought it on both ends, uh, the energy and effort, uh, the defense he had, um, the rebounds, just the activity he brought was huge for us tonight. What do you think it is about Charlotte? I mean, these matchups always seem to end in really like, close games. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but um, they're a good team. I mean, sometimes I don't feel like they're record to show, but they got great players over there, guys can, guys that can get high any night, knock down shots, and just solid all-around vet players. Um, yeah. The last time you guys played the Hornets, you switched a lot. Did that help you erase a big deficit to come back? Did you like have any thought about that during the game? Like, oh, hey, like we can do this later. We did it before. I mean, uh, we talked about that during shoot-around a little bit, but um, we didn't want to go to that unless we had to. Um, tonight, we just had to. It, it does what about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. 108.99 bucks over the Charlotte Hornets tonight. Oklahoma City Thunder uh, is the next game uh, for this Bucks basketball team. What do you need to know about the Oklahoma City Thunder other than Russell Westbrook plays for them, Paul George plays for them, and uh, they are very, very dangerous with either one of those two guys uh, on the basketball floor at the end of the day. The, uh, the Thunder are 30-18. and 18. They have won four straight games as of right now. They're two and a half back of the Nuggets uh, in their division. So this is not a slouch team by any stretch of the imagination uh, for the Bucks. And it's a home game for the Oklahoma City Thunder, so we'll see how that one uh, plays out. They're coming off of wins over in Philly, they won. At the Knicks, they won. And then home against the Trailblazers, they won. Home against the Pelicans, they won. Other than the Knicks, those aren't some scrub basketball teams necessarily. I guess Pelicans haven't been all that great this year either, but still. Pretty decent run for the Thunder, so we'll see how what happens. We'll talk to you on Sunday afternoon, 5 o'clock tip. We'll be on the air immediately following that one. Uh, I will be on the air. I can't wait to talk about it. My thanks to Anthony Mandela, the chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club over there, Evan. Sports Flash coming up with He's Anthony on probation. Uh, with Anthony Mandela. And then Farrell on the bench here on the fan. Don't forget, Sunday morning at 9 a.m., Castle Lane Spare Time Bowling Show, Sean Rash, Leroy Butler, and the Oak Creek High School Bowling Team. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.